Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Seth Lugo, was he just having an off day? No, he actually uh, had a calf strain. So when he's covering first base. Um, so, you know, we think it's mild in nature, but probably unlikely he makes his next start. What did you make of Drew Carlton in his Padres debut? That was great. You know, efficient. I don't know that he's thrown three innings this year. Um, worked quick. Didn't walk anybody. Struck some guys out. Looked good. What did you see from Odor in that play in the eighth, and, and should Bogarts have gone? Hey, you know, I think he just got caught um, shuffling and got picked off. So I think Bogey's looking for the right timing. Just didn't look like it was there for him. Easy for the rest of us to say that he should have gone home. What what did you see? Was there an opening? or Look, you know, it's a, it's a field play over there. Um, you know, if Bogey gets going, I mean... Odor gets going in the other direction again. Maybe better timing on it. He's got a left-handed first baseman. Um, it's going back and forth. He's trying to stay in there. So it just didn't work out for us. How disappointing that those two innings ended, or ended the way they did with the base running. Yeah, you know, the, the, we're taking a chance the, on the, with Angle over there after the first pick. So, you know, credit them for picking over again. Um, but with first and third, obviously it ended a little prematurely than we would have liked. The logistics with uh, Lugo, when did you guys find out that the strain? and Just when he came in, it was on the last out when he was going to cover first on the last out of the inning, came in and said, you know, it was bothering him. So hopefully it's not too long. So it didn't have anything to do with kind of his performance because no. he's been solid yeah. before. Yep. Um, for you guys to kind of have mounted a, a Couple of you scored four runs. You came back from five nothing. Your bullpen was good for for the base running to kind of cost it the way it did. How frustrating is is that? Yeah, you know it's just a little bit the way we've been playing, just not in sync all the way around. And you know you don't expect base running to cost you. You know the way Ben, we've been pretty good, pretty efficient on some stolen bases and caught stealings. You know, unfortunately, in it the way it did today, and that usually doesn't happen like that. So. Um, you know, we got a lot of positives today. We scored a couple runs in the middle innings after we were down, like you said. Bullpen did a great job. Uh, unfortunate that, you know, that, that ended up costing us a game. What was your vantage point on Tatis' throw? And you've, you've mentioned his arm being kind of special before. What, what, what makes it? What makes that capable and capable of doing that? Well, look, he works hard on his fundamentals. Now he's an infielder. He's used to charging a ball and getting on a hop. But it's different, you know, it's a different throw from the outfield. But, I mean, he's got a... A cannon, so you know that's why we thought right field was a good spot for him, and he's been eager to get those those chances. You saw when the runner went that he got it looked like he got a little excited and and charged the ball with with an opportunity, and you know he's got shoot he hadn't been playing the outfield long, but he's got to have one of the better arms in all the game, if not as good as anybody. Just to confirm for Lugo, the five runs were just lack of command tonight. Like, yeah, no, he he didn't. That didn't. It was the la, literally the last pitch when he was covering first base that he had the cap strain. I mean, it's it's obviously it obviously just happened. But going forward, the off days, like, is it? Are you going to be able to get through it, or would you have to call someone up? I really don't know. It just depends on how he comes in tomorrow. I, I'm doubtful that he's going to be able to make his next start. But we have to figure out how we're going to 
how we're going to do it. Um, but I think tomorrow I'll tell the tale for that. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park after the Padres fall 5-4 to four to the Kansas City Royals here tonight. As you heard there, Bob Melvin uh, explaining that Seth Lugo suffered a calf strain while going over to cover first base on the final out of that second inning. That was a ball hit by Vinny Pasquintino. And Bob Melvin saying that uh, it is unlikely and then using the word doubtful uh, later in the press conference uh, to describe uh, Seth Lugo making his next start. So it sounds like there's a a very good possibility here that Lugo will be out for at least one start. Um, Of course, that begs the question of uh, how severe it is and if it's something that will uh, cause Lugo to go on the IL, something like that. I'm sure we'll know more on that uh, tomorrow in the days to come. But uh, it does sound like the Padres did suffer uh, an injury here tonight with Seth Lugo uh, going down. And and that's what I was wondering as uh, this game went along, as uh, the, the third inning began. Um, you know, Lugo had a really tough second inning, no doubt about it. But he was only at 42 pitches, and I thought... The Padres would, you know, at least try to get a few more innings out of him. Um, So my antennas were sort of raised, my eyebrows raised, however you want to put it, when Lugo came out. And, uh, yeah, uh, he had a calf strain. So, uh, but, you know, interesting to note that, you know, that was not part of the issue in that second inning when he gave up five runs on four hits and uh, walked a couple batters. Unfortunate there for Seth Lugo, who had a tough outing here tonight, and then on top of it suffers that calf strain. Uh, you heard Bob Melvin talk about the running late. Um, you know, it sounds like they were, you know, maybe trying to get angle in motion uh, in the seventh inning, and uh, Chapman did a good job in that seventh inning uh, picking off angle. And then in the eighth inning, uh, you know, Rugnet Odor gets picked off first base, ends the threat, and uh, that was really the story here tonight. The uh, lack of offense at times, Padres unable to capitalize when they had runners on base late, and the Royals, um, again, we said it in the opening segment of the postgame show, it just seemed at times tonight like the Royals were trying to serve the Padres a win on a silver platter, even after trailing uh, 5-0 in this game. The Padres scoring the two runs in the fifth inning, two runs in the sixth inning, but there were so many errors and miscues and um, and, and not good moments for the Royals in this game, especially defensively. Padres just could not take advantage. And again, the issues with runners in scoring position continued here tonight. 0 for 5. Padres were with runners in scoring position. They left 5 on base. Royals in that department, 3 for 9. They left 6 on base. And credit to the Royals. They did a good job in that uh, second inning of not just scoring, but then tacking on with two men away that was a huge two-run double by Salvador Perez who's been really good as of late made it a five-nothing game and that was a hit that really won the ball game because the Padres could get four they never could get to five